Hey, everybody, just before we uh, get into the podcast this week, I wanted to apologize. Uh, the audio levels for the recording were very poor. Uh, sometimes my mic would cut out at the beginnings or ends of my sentences, sometimes even in the middle of what I was saying. Uh, also, Locke was a little low. I tried to balance him out as well. That was completely on my end. It's not his fault. I'm still working on trying to optimize the volume because I know in the past it has been too quiet or too loud or imbalanced between each user. So we're still trying to get that all uh, dialed in. And I apologize if it uh, negatively impacts your listening experience. Hopefully not too much, but uh, do know that I'm aware of the issues and I'm still trying to learn uh, more about the editing software and kind of the back end uh, management for the podcast. So bear with me. I apologize again, but I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Uh, talking all about the class matches and how much we love them. So Thank you for tuning in and enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode eight of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zachary Burrell. Hey, what's up? I'm Dan O'Boon. Hey, I'm Locke. <laughs> so bad on your mic. <laughs> uh, this week we will be talking about class matches again, part two, except this time we've had a whole week of experience plus a day, apparently. Uh, and lots of thoughts, lots of more posts to talk about, more conversations we've had, things we're looking forward to in the future, what we want to see next time, etc. We'll also maybe talk a little bit about uh, what's going on this week with like Tower and stuff. Just a quick uh, glance on that. Uh, which actually, we'll start with that. So, have you guys done the Tower yet? How are you feeling about it? I have not touched it. Uh, I plan on streaming it on Sunday. Uh, so, I haven't even looked at it. Uh, Locke, you were mentioning it earlier. I So, I actually did it up to level 30. Uh, I was planning to do level 30 tonight. Uh, I was able to easily auto up to level 16, I think, uh, just using random units, like random, you know, level 99 units. Uh, and um, and then after that, so it, it was really weird. So the very first time I did Tower, I was really excited and I actually had a lot of fun doing it because it was a bit of a challenge. But now, so since level 16, I think I did like manually, I did from level 16 to level 22 or so. And then I realized that, okay, if I auto this, maybe I'll use up some skills, but I have like two weeks. I can just easily auto this and mm -hmm. do it like three times over, right? I have enough yeah. units and enough skills. and So that, so I didn't really see, I mean, okay, it might be fun to, to do it manually, but I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so I felt it was a lot less fun because I was just doing it on auto. I have enough, strong enough units now to kind of do the whole thing on auto and just take an extra day or two. Yeah. So. I have like a thing where like, I don't want to do it that way. I'm like, I must do it on the first try. But I'll probably end up doing that as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, like the first couple, or I don't know, um, at least the the first one, like I, I was I was all about like doing it as efficiently as possible. <laughs> and now at this point, I'm like, I, I don't really care. Like, there's no reward for <laughs> right for, yeah. for doing it like like a perfectionist. So yeah, I might try to start autoing it. I've only gotten done like a, a few floors myself uh, as well, Prodigy. Yeah, I'm going to probably try to auto with like an evade team, like a, even if it's just pseudo evade uh, up to where, you know, Locke said he got to like 15 or something. I'll see if I can get up to at least there, maybe 20. I, I don't know what the floors do yet. I haven't like studied the little infographic that went out, but uh, it was Diggs that made it. Um, but yeah, I'm not too worried. The EX floor at 30 sounds kind of fun, though. I know people have been like stressing about the doom and stuff, and I'm like... I'm going to make a team of five white mages. Let's go. <laughs> it's going to be like Fryevia, Ayaka, Little Leela, the Halloween one. Um, like just two other people. Like, I guess Salir. Anybody yeah. that has that passive but can still do other things too. It's interesting the little snippets you hear, like if you haven't, you know, been part of it. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, people generally have similar experiences when they do it. 
right? Like everyone talks about the charm floor from the deep dungeon where it's like, oh my god, this thing's like, I'm getting charmed and doing this and And then slowly people are like, wait, if you charm them, it's like a chain reaction. And then like everybody did that. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's definitely definitely going to relate to that. But all right, let's talk about class match. Um, I guess there's not a whole lot of other events this week except for just farming stuff. So um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I I assume we all have relatively positive things to say. We have our all right. So Daniel didn't want this spotlighted and like whatever blah blah, but you deserve it. What place did you finish in? Uh, oh god, yeah. So I ended up number three. Um, I got congrats. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. thank you. It's insane. Yeah, you only picked up a loss on the very last day, right? Mm-hmm. So you you went. Forty-three and two. No, <laughs> a little bit less than that. Uh, no, thirty-eight and two. Uh, thirty-six. I had a thirty-six uh, win game win streak. Win streak. Then, yeah, uh, yeah, was yeah game, I meant yeah, total. It was yeah. game thirty-seven that I lost, and it was up to forty games total. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so yeah, that was, like, was yeah, thirty-eight and two. Pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I picked up a yes. loss on like day two, match ten. So I, was, I already broke that streak. I was like, oh, man. Streaks did matter a lot, which is one thing I'm not, like, a huge fan of. Because, like, yeah. that adds in a factor that takes a little bit away from the skill. Like, I could have gone 38-2, and two, but if I had my losses at match, like, 12 and 26, like, I would be significantly lower in rankings. So it's, like, it kind of feels bad. Um, I do like the kind of X and Y record system where it's like you just go by record and then have some other metric to break ties for the rest of the leaderboard yeah, um, yeah. That's my, sorry go ahead no man you first <laughs> okay I, I was saying that that's my only negative uh thing to say about it well that's my main negative thing to say about it i i think it would have been way better if the streaks were capped at like five or something because so yeah, yeah, it still kind of matters tangible. but five is five would be a lot better yeah that's what i think yeah i mean it's a tough ask asking for somebody to take like 10 and 20 like to cap out on a streak like i know there's some critical some critical people in the pvp server who hate when they break their like 20 and 30 streaks but if you think about that that's a fucking like 95 percent win rate that is absurd in any competitive environment in any in anything that's unheard of like that just doesn't happen if you're playing people of like similar skill level so like gotta gotta be okay with taking a loss here and there at those rates so uh, expecting a streak like that is like and rewarding it in the ranking system kind of sucks <laughs> yeah that right there is kind of the crux of it is like the um expecting like the, the similar matchups uh difficulty wise you know mm-hmm. um like in almost all the conversations i've seen or or been a part of like um it's the, it's the 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 win streaks that's like the the big deal like uh they just got like totally out of control by those of us that were lucky enough to match up against um uh, teams that we that were i don't know favorable against us or um that we were favorable against you know mm-hmm. um so like uh for me like i would say probably at least half of my matches were against bronze players people yeah. people just like um just doing it for uh like on auto or they didn't really care too much about it for whatever reason um and you know maybe that's maybe we should have expected that because of just like the general demographic of players you know like maybe you should expect to to find like a higher like base of that level of player versus maybe like the fewer more like higher level players mm-hmm. but it was still frustrating like i was expecting as i was reaching like platinum and and diamonds to to fight against people of similar like rank ish mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah the matchmaking 
kind of left a little to be uh, desired. I think part of that, uh, the timeframes might play a factor as well. Like, I at first I was like, this is stupid. I should be able to play whatever I want. But then I kind of thought about it. And because of the size of the player base, plus how many people may even be interested in doing class matches, like, I could see if you're trying to queue in like the at some other time during the day, um, and any and then people can queue at all, like through any time, you're gonna have less matches, and it may actually put you against the same person more often. Which because if you two are happy to be playing at the same time, there might not be other people at that exact time, and you queued into each other, and that's no fun. So I guess limiting it to those three hour periods, while it doesn't, it's not like ideal. I I get it, and I think I support it. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's not a it's perfect like I used system. To it too. It's not a perfect system, but you know I miss it already. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Locke? <laughs> no, I I I agree with that. Uh, when I first thought about it, I was like, oh, that kind of sucks that it's limited to these times." But then I realized that you know because of the limited number of players, that's probably the the right decision. I think that's a I think that was a good decision for them to do that to limit it. Maybe not to ex- those three exact times where you can find like better times, but mm-hmm. like, I think limiting it to times to three slots in a day is probably the, the right thing to do. Yeah, I mean, the the thing with those time slots, too, is, like, it can be awkward for some people, but you have to realize that if you shift the hours by one hour, there's going to be one of those that probably just sucks overall. It's, like, one in the middle of nighttime and one, like, right before you go to bed, right after you wake up kind of thing. Like, whereas I, we had one, like, in the middle of the day and then at night and in the morning. So it's, like, there's somebody on the other side of the world that doesn't get that during the day part. <laughs> so it kind of sucked that, too, because it is a global server. It's not a North American server. It's not, like... Mm-hmm. Eastern Hemisphere or whatever, <laughs> or Western Hemisphere, it's everybody. So, um, I think it's a necessary evil for sure. Um, it, sorry, I was looking at the time frames. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. Like, um, they all seem to have like a morning, uh, daytime, and an evening slot. Um, like, uh, whether you were like in Europe or Eastern U.S. or Western U.S. or, um, you know, any any of those coinciding time frames. Um, I think uh, I think it ended up like a decent spread. I guess. Mm-hmm. I just think whoever is directly opposite us by twelve hours would be would have the worst one. Um, but can't make everybody happy. But I think the three hours they picked makes the most people happy possible with that system in place. Um, but yeah, to your note, I realized too that yeah, my matchups were mostly against uh, like silver, gold, and once in a while I'd play a plat. Or I think I played a couple diamonds as well, but definitely the matchmaking I wish was better. But again, this can also play into what we were just talking about, about the time frames. Like maybe like there's a lot you can look at, right? You can look at the type of player who invests in the game uh, versus the people who like PvP, blah, blah, blah. Like they may have a different lifestyle that trends towards one time frame. So they all play there or whether that's like, so for me, I have a, I work a full-time job uh a nine hour period throughout the day sometimes more sometimes less so i can't really play in the morning i can't play in the middle of the day so i have to play at night people who have that similar schedule to me also will play at night and it's like okay well how many of those people are people who can afford to whale like i do it's like well most people who whale probably have jobs <laughs> so like that may put people who whale into that time frame and like that those kind of things stack up to like create uh maybe some of the trends that we saw but I don't know. Maybe that's looking too much into it too. I don't know. <laughs> but um I heard that like the the metas in each time frame are different though. So I only played in the last one. Did you guys see make any observations about like uh kind of what teams you saw at each time or like more auto, less auto? 
so I only played mainly in the in the second time slot. I didn't pay, play. I, I think I played like one day. I played in the in the third slot, but uh, six out of remember that so day. I was scared. <laughs> yeah, it was, well, it was that day. <laughs> then all three of us were playing in the in third time slot. Um, but no, but the other times, yeah, I I only played in the first and the second time slot, so I didn't see much Federica of anything. <laughs> So I, yeah, I, I think I, you I was... lucked the fuck out with that one, <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> Mister Three Water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll go into into facing her finally on the last day. I'll, I'll go into that a little bit more. But uh, I, the main themes I saw was evade. I saw a lot of evade in the second time slot. Um, I, I think that's real. Like everything else was just a jumble of other things. I, I saw a, a few quickeners uh, and evade. And oh, and bulky teams as well. I saw a lot of Agrius. I saw a lot of like saw some uh, Warrior of Lights. Um, yeah, like, uh, Ra- I actually yes, lost on the Rain. last day to a Warrior of Light. It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Warrior of Light, Agrius, Ayaka. I don't know how like I lost to it, but well, I do know how I lost. But like, I don't know how I couldn't figure out like a, a way to output enough damage to play <laughs> Danny. What we're about to say. Oh yeah, so yeah, I didn't know that. Um, must have missed that one, but um, yeah, so I'm I'm with luck. I mostly played in the second uh, window, uh, just because that was just like the schedule that, um, like I, I couldn't play in the, the the first one. It was it was too early for me, or I was like taking I was it was part of uh, class time. Like the whole like evade on uh, on auto kind of uh, started to become more popular. I think after the the first couple of days, it started to catch on. Mm-hmm, um, for sure. Like is you know that was that was like the way to get it done like as quickly as possible, right? Um, that that was definitely to my benefit because I would say like remember when I said like half uh, half of the players I went up against were like in uh, like bronze or silver maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, another probably half were like on auto or like they started on auto and maybe like halfway through they were like oh shit I'm <laughs> to lose, but they you know it was already too late by that point because like one of their units was dead or was about to be dead. Um, they ran into your double holy. Yeah, bruiser team, um, and was like, "Oh, whoa, this wasn't yeah. a good idea for my evade unit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, I I rarely ran into like a double gunner team or like even like a quicken gunner team. Um, there were a, a few, um, like Frederica teams or like Frederica Lucia. There was like one like Frederica like Miranda team, um, but uh, I don't remember any of them having bells, and so like. When, I, when I'm used to competing at that level where like uh, Frederica with bells is kind of like what I expect to face, mm-hmm. um, it was definitely like uh, it was like I was already ready to counter that strategy. Um, and I, I don't know, I'm just kind of like vaguely disappointed that like I didn't <laughs> face like, like more than like maybe a few people at like platinum. Like I didn't face any diamond players. Um, and that's I don't know. It's just I feel like there's something wrong with that, you know. Yeah, I saw. I feel like I had a like weird experience compared to what I hear everybody else talk about. Like, some people are saying, "Oh, all I faced was gunners in this," and I'm sure some of that's like hyperbole, They're just exaggerating. Right? But like, I faced everything. Like, there was there was no. If I had to like categorize this too, it's like yeah, I saw evade maybe a higher percent than anything else, and then like Final Fantasy Tactics medleys, or just like some combination of Sid, uh, Delita, and Agrius. I like that. Two of medley. those, and then a third unit, whether it was a Quicken unit or it was a third tactics unit, uh, Warrior of Light, something, right? So 
a lot of limited teams. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> um, no Fravia though. Sad about that, but um, I forget on this map. And then yeah, Gunners a mix here and there. Uh, I think I more often just saw teams with like Ayaka, Frederica, and then just like another unit like Sid or Agrius or something. It wasn't like a specific double gunner comp. It just had Frederica in there. Um, kind of kind of glad. I don't want to deal with Quicken Barrage too much. Uh, the one time I did have to do it, I ended up, I won uh, because I just made Frederica use all of her AP. Like, I drained her AP, yeah, yeah, I drained Lucia's AP, Grace, Rain, and Kalefay were just like, heal, 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 yep, heal, shield, heal, heal, shield, heal, heal. That's and pretty I, much what you got to do, man. And as soon Spread as the out. AP was out, I was like, get in there, jamming thrusters! <laughs> Trying to get him. <laughs> uh, Miranda walked too close and she died, so, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, Evade definitely uh, was... I was okay with it. Um, I agree that it was definitely the auto. Oh, I guess one thought I was going to have. Um, I think the morning period had, I heard people say, was a lot of evade and a lot of auto. Probably those people who just, like, wake up and, like, they're morning, they're just, like, play my match while I'm brushing my teeth or eating my breakfast or something. And, like, the people who don't want to actually play during the day and are getting ready for work uh, I can imagine that being the, why that time period in particular had so much of that. Um, but I, what I was going to say is charm was not quite the issue that either some people were making it out to be and or uh, an issue even when it did happen. Um, again, I toggle my abilities and debate that all day. But um, the one time I did get quick and charmed, it was... You know, I hit my kill phase. I actually precasted a fire because I knew the guy was going to do it. Fire hit kill phase, and then I took a turn with kill phase. It was great. Um, but yeah, I think outside of like a Victora LB, I never really had to deal with charm too much. Uh, did you guys see much charm at all? Like Ziza, Quicken, that kind of thing. I any saw Z one. Any Zazans? Zazans. <laughs> <laughs> one Ziza. Uh, and the, well, she was the, my first loss. Uh, Ziza, Venera, and I don't remember. Oh, and Ranza. But it wasn't, I actually never got charmed in that match. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, so I forgot to turn on my abilities that match. And I <laughs> didn't want to get charmed. So I, I tried to go for her as soon as I could. And basically what happened was there was actually a, a, like, um, I, I missed on a 91% uh, chance to hit Ramza. And then he came around and killed my Glacier. And that was like my main DPS of the whole, of my, of my team, right? So, uh I, and I your only I, unit that can hit a Venera or a Ziza or any of those mm -hmm. evasion units. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So I so she she was able to kill uh uh Ziza and then and Venera was the one that was left over and had my Miranda and Eldira and they couldn't do anything. I think at one point they had like a like a fifty percent chance or something to one shot them. One shot uh, Venera and, and she missed. So <laughs> nothing you can do about it, but oh well. Ping <laughs> Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love those coin flips <laughs> yeah uh definitely i i was actually surprised by grace's damage because uh, my grace didn't have plat rod i only have one plat rod so Kilfay had that when i was playing that team uh daniel's team actually and uh she just had like a sage's staff that just had a bunch of magic on it and she was still hitting like four almost 5k on the like zizas and veneras of the yeah. kind of nutty i was very People. surprised a little bit to say about that. People always like I don't know, not always, but like I think they inevitably like uh, try to compare like Grace to Ayaka, mm -hmm. um, like you know the, the top two healers or whatever, um, at least until arithmeticians. But uh, 
they I think they tend to underestimate the uh, the innate elemental advantage of grace being a light uh, unit versus like the dark units. Um, that's like 25% more damage. Um, so I think uh, like I'm I'm not surprised to see like I had like kind of similar numbers, mm-hmm. um, especially when you have the opportunity to uh, to use like uh, magic attack cards, you know, like uh, Chuso. Right. And yeah, I had Chuso for sure. By the way, yeah. you just missed the best opportunity in the world to say you underestimate my power with the hood on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still I'm still waiting for the uh, I find your lack of faith disturbing. <laughs> I mean, that's how I felt about a guy who had uh, uh, a thirty faith Sid. I don't think he had bells, but still, 30 faith Sid, like a a 50 faith somebody else with his Ayaka. I'm like, you're not really planning to use her very much, are you? (laughs) I'm like, I guess, like, people just throw together what they have. I get it. But still, you hate to see it because, like, the heals are so low. Bad. Um, (laughs) Find your lack of faith disturbing. Um, So, Locke, I think uh, earlier you were talking about uh, the last days that you saw Fred, so talk mm-hmm. about kind of how you dealt with that because you were still you used the water team the whole time right i did yes so actually it was funny because I, um i mean i knew cm was coming for a long time and i've always thought it was going to run a double gunner team with quicken that mm-hmm. was what i had thought and then i'm like you know what i'm uh, I, I put together this water team and i was just playing with it in a match battle and i'm like this is actually a lot of fun so let me just play it and then if i start getting too many losses i, I will switch to a double gunner team because I, I just felt like double gunners were able <laughs> to deal with a lot of the commonly seen enemies uh, so I felt that they were a pretty good team to run. But anyway, so I started using the water team, and I I, I lost my first match on my 12th match, and then I think I had a 17-win streak, and I lost again. And then I finally lost on the last day to Federica. So uh, I, I think the water team was fine. Um, I, again, we, we talked about this earlier. If it was like... Uh, if the streaks were down to like five or something, I don't think it really matters too much what the team you run is. Like, it, it doesn't matter if you lose... Too, I mean, you know, as long as you don't lose every other match or something. Right, right. <laughs> right. But uh, that, that's my thought about that. But anyway, to jump into Federica. So it was the first Federica entered that, uh, encountered that was on manual. And I'm like, okay, I know she can uh, one-shot my team. <laughs> so <laughs> let, me, let me try to, like, see if I can at least, like, uh, quicken and damage her and kill her or something. Do something about her before she gets a chance to, like, one-shot my team. So I, I, like a turn one, I usually buff with everyone, uh, but I just ran forward and I got into my leap strike and I'm like, wow, does less than half damage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I would have to hit her three times. <laughs> so I'm like, this is not Unless happening. it's quick and then maybe the chain gets you there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, this is not happening. So I, I retreated. <laughs> quick and into retreat and try to figure out something else today. <laughs> I'm going in. Run away! I <laughs> uh, just but, look. She she has ten innate pierce resist too. I didn't. Yes. Yeah. So she had ten innate pierce resist, and oh, so my opponent was running a kill fade that cast a protect on the mm-hmm. Federica as well. So maybe that had something to do with it. For and sure. That's twenty five. You know. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> maybe. So there's that. There's that twenty five percent natural elemental resist. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I couldn't. So it, the match ended up again with. My Ildira and Miranda against this Federica, and they could not do anything. Yeah, and 15% actual resistance, too. The 25 advantage and then 15% elemental resist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty insane, though. I, I still feel like Glacial should do more than that. I don't know. I guess that's a pretty high percent when you add it all up, though. Like 10 Pierce. Oh. Really? Man, less than a third of her health, or less than yeah, half her health. That's 100. so insane. So, people definitely saying? underestimate, like, uh, protect. 
uh, protect and shell. Um, like I think we're so used to it being a hindrance on AI, you know, like don't don't cast those buffs. Like I want you to attack the enemy or heal your units, you know. Um, but in in manual PvP, in live PvP, that's that's the much bigger deal. Um, you're, you're looking at like, I mean, just like 25% more on top of whatever barriers the units already um, uh, can have. So uh, yeah, it's it's made a huge difference. Yeah, because you used the Bruiser team as Rain, Kilfay, and Grace. You used that team the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's super beef mode. <laughs> it's just like resists all over the board. You got the defense and spirit built up. You got protect yeah. on two different units, shell on two different units. I think that's you're not... using Mashri TMR most of the time, right? So not yet. Um, I got it on Monday, uh, so it didn't really uh, benefit me for most of the, the week of class matches. But, okay. um, you know, Ayaka's TMR uh, was, was enough if I used sure. it. Um, intelligently, you know, it's the last for three turns. Um, so, uh, yeah, just, uh, I, I didn't even have like the Golem vision card. Um, I just, I, I had Solidus and Trousseau and Ramu and, uh, yeah, just, uh, mostly ended up against slash uh, teams. So that's <laughs> really helped. Works out. Yeah. <laughs> just how you drew it up. Yeah. I mean, I, so I played, uh, I was this is a thing I want to touch on. I played all sorts of shit. Like <laughs> it was three, mainly three teams, and I tweaked a bunch of stuff throughout the time. But I played your team of Rain, Kilfay, and Grace. If I had played it the whole time, that probably would have been my highest win rate overall, because um, I would have gotten used to it earlier and then done better later when I was actually playing people that were like reasonably playing on manual and good gear and stuff. Um, not having the Saiga Gauntlet definitely sucked though. Like, if I did, it, there were definitely two matches where if I had it, would have either went better or I would have won. So, like, one I lost, one I won anyway, but would have been way better. Um, just because she lags behind so much. Um, but the main team I used, for, at least majority-wise, was Sunshine the Dog. Shout out to him, team. Every time I'll <laughs> have to mention it. Uh, Ramza, Gilgamesh, and Mustadio. Uh, it went through some changes throughout it, but mainly it was just go fast. Uh, barrage people out of the map it was it was dumb like mustadio's damage with 35 man eater and like 50 at least 15 missile or it was it was really dumb. he went first almost every game too very fast mr unit sane for his cost um and then ramza to bomb people if you know dark and or evasive or weak to magic kind of thing um because some sometimes mustadio couldn't touch like tanks couldn't touch him so like those were the teams i struggled with a lot uh, which is actually why I stopped. I tried to stop using the team because I just couldn't beat bulky bruiser comps because they would just eat the damage. Ramza blows his load in one turn and then is useless for a couple turns unless he's chanting. And then, and then, uh, and Mustadio, <laughs> and then, uh, Mustadio, yeah, hits like paper. I got a couple lucky petrifies. That was sweet. <laughs> and definitely, I think I hit two petrifies in the first two days. <laughs> it was dumb. I uh, saved what, a clip of one of them. Yeah, one of them won the match. I was like, and I actually called it. So I was like, Petrify? And it You're hit. Like, I was like, oh Woo! my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, I think you have the same chance of petrifying someone as someone has of, of reflexing you, right? It's actually higher to petrify, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, no, I think... 15%? It's 19%. Oh, 19%, okay. Not a lot of yeah. units, yeah. This is really weird. Like, I don't know if I trust the... the like, I feel like it's like a base 15%, because, like, I don't know. It seems Did like it see happens the... more than that. Like... You know, Did you like see what I put raise... in the chat? What's up? Did you see what I put in the chat in the PvP server? Uh, I must have missed it, but like right, I feel so like I'll, 
bravery faith like affects it like up so to, it like, does 29 uh, percent or something only bravery affects it and it multiplies by 97 so it's actually 14.55 percent and rounds down to 14 percent. so think about that every time you get reflexed <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> it does not go up like there's other things that like bells adds up your bravery or your faith like twice or whatever to like get the chance then multiply whatever that's why i have to have 50 to get 100 percent chance uh but reflex just checks the 97 so it's it's not even the full 15 what weird like it's not like a plus 100 <laughs> percent no wow apparently not because i went to uh meow's sheet where he has all like the statistics and calculations and stuff and he had a link to a post uh, where it was it was detailing about like which things are affected by what and how it's calculated and reflex was the example they used for a physical reaction where that bravery affects and then they showed the math to it and it's just it's a fourteen point five five. God damn it! it just makes it even worse, <laughs> right? So now every time you get like ref, like 14, triple reflex in a row, fourteen percent, one hundred percent of the time when you're on Prodigy stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wanted to hit that Frederica for nine k, but you know, I had to reflex. Shout out to Red Knight. <laughs> Um, actually, I, speaking of that, uh, I, I did want to run Ryu on the map, but again, the, the jump one thing scared me. Like, I could run double quick in with him, but I was too scared about, like, getting walled off if someone had, like, really high spirit and slash resist. Like, what am I going to do? Uh, but he is an animal <laughs> in PvP. <laughs> I'm hitting damage cap on lightning units. It's really stupid. Um, without his buff and without Kotetsu. With Kotetsu, yeah, I'm going to hit 5.1k on a wall. Um, very curious to see what these units do, uh, especially for this next class match because Japan did not have these Halloween units for the class match. Kind of like we don't have like the Christmas units, so it'd be kind of cool to see how these two affect it. Really excited for Ryu. Uh, plus, like the fact you can put them with like Kilfay and stuff, give more health and more Earth attack. I think these mono element teams might might be interesting uh, because we have these units now that give like you know uh, team wide buffs to the to the same element. It'd be interesting to see what people if players more players start. Uh, using this mono element or if i'm the only crazy one that like wants to get barraged by a frederick <laughs> yeah kind of kind of in the same vein as prodigy like um i was tempted to use my uh halloween leela unit um but uh kind of alongside class matches like they kind of remove the shackles on the the the, the match pvp like uh the you know the rank brackets um you know, are apparently no longer a thing. We don't really know the specifics yet. Still looking for those. Um, but uh, I've been doing so much. I've been having so much fun, like being able to find matches regularly again, uh, testing so many things the way that I would have expected to be able to do for months. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, like, I didn't want to uh, change up my roster on the team that I was already comfortable comfortable with and having success with um, taking things seriously with class match. But you can expect, like, I, I, <laughs> I, I've been having a lot of fun in regular matches. Like, that's where you test things, you know? Um, actually, another thing moving forward. So class match two, uh, we'll come, we can come back to more class match one stuff, but class match two, I think I saw a lot of teams that had, uh, they had Summer Lilith, which we don't have. And we made likely not have but the whole point of that was the, the the rangers were still relevant of course frederica teams were a thing but we now have the 20 percent missile resist card earlier than or no wait oh never mind never mind they got it at the same time didn't they they probably did i think it's the exorcist card that we're getting oh exorcist was early yeah, okay never mind darn it i was gonna make a point about uh 
having that card before them and maybe that'll change the meta but never mind because they had that too because a lot of people didn't do the mobius card which i wanted that card it was sweet the stats aren't are great yeah but i just I at wish. the time i couldn't spend to <laughs> get it uh and i already been chasing like rain and else was out at the time so just couldn't do it um so i'm very glad that we have a 20 percent missile resist card now never mind i was gonna bring up a whole meta thing i was wrong <laughs> i guess exorcist though uh what do you guys think of that card coming out a coming out now without the ability and b just what it does in general oh daniel or i guess whoever has a thought first about it block oh uh, sure so i uh well first of all i'm not interested in it because i don't run too many slash uh units uh Venera is probably the only one that i really run uh, and lately i've just been having a lot more interesting units uh so far that i haven't been using it for about a month and a half or so but i think you know for slash units i think it's a great card because uh, before you could stack your damage, but if somebody has you know very high slash resist, you're, you can't do anything unless you have Gilgamesh. But now you can you can run like one slash damage card. You can run this uh, slash penetration card and some other like defensive or agility card, and you 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 kind of have a well-rounded team now. So I think that's that opens up a lot of um, uses for slash teams. Like slash heavy teams can still compete, right? Uh, before, like one of the reasons I was using Glashella was because she has she had fifty percent slash resist. Uh, and I would also run Odin, so she can survive too. So she is my my carry, but she's also a pretty good carry. She can survive <laughs> and I have two healers quickening her, healing her, whatever she needs. So that's why I was able to run that team that I was running. But now with this uh, slash penetra slash penetration, slash also comes back into the meta as well. It, like you don't, if you're running a slash team, you don't feel like oh I I kind of suck now compared to peers. You have something now that kind of puts you back on par with them. That's what right. I feel. That's actually interesting. I never put that together, but now that I think about all the teams you run, you really don't use slash teams at all. Like, no. you even use Thancred on like some weird <laughs> bullshit resistance break pierce chain nonsense. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you don't even use his main job. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, you have like the gunners, pierce, and magic. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. I'm kind of I mean, like a Daniel Strike, right? You got the, the you were the yeah. you were the strike meta before it. Well, it never existed. <laughs> one man strike meta no I, there's there's, uh, there's been a few of us stragglers out there um i know like uh vinny i i know really enjoys playing aziza on uh on bunk sub job look like shell is um, the best monk right <laughs> uh the pummel teams <laughs> five five pummelers um i have not invested in exorcists but i appreciate it existing because mm -hmm. of it allowing slash teams to be more of a thing um i uh had a like mega like slash resistant uh team on like at least in guild battles for for quite a while and uh, i kind of transitioned away from that so, like before this card came out so like i feel like um, i'm not really going to be punished too much uh by it existing at this mm -hmm. point um but uh I, I feel like I can benefit from it being around uh, without actually having it, you know? I kind of appreciate the fact that we don't have the ability on it, too, and they, they told us, like, it'll be updated in the future, which we know is just going to be the ability, because uh, the stats are the same as in general. So the, the only thing to update is that ability. Like, it's cool that we can get it now. Like, like that's not the thing holding it back. Like, oh, it has an ability, so they can't have it now. It's like, well, we it's holiday and it makes sense to have it all at the same time blah blah so i i kind of appreciate that um but it's interesting because it does set that precedent of like well now what do we expect for christmas we're we gonna get 
if they get new units, are we going to get the new units? Or are we going to be a year behind and we're going to get Christmas Mashery and Ramada? Or how's it going to work? Are we going to get that Moogle card? I kind of want that. That's a sweet Esper. But, uh, yeah. So it's some interesting stuff happening recently that I, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what it means for PvP or just the game in general. The Exorcist card, I definitely skipped because I don't have any soldiers. <laughs> I just don't have anybody that can use it. Like, I, for some reason, just really don't like Oldua as a unit. I mean, I'm sure I'll use her someday, like, if she randomly gets... I have her, like, shards over time, and, like, her TMR's pretty good. But Stern, I skipped in the beginning, and then Ruin Stern, I don't even own. Uh, Was it, like, Shits Out could use it, I guess? <laughs> uh, Rain will never, I don't think, want to use that card. I was really not surprised my, by not that. Not my like, Rain, anyway. <laughs> I was like, Knight of Grand Shout Flame? Why is rain on this? What? What? Great sword user. <laughs> yeah, please. Magic. But, he I has mean, defense down on this great sword for some reason. Like he's going to be right. auto attacking. Right. All the time. Like, can we talk about that real quick? Like, how is it defense down? Why can't it be spirit down? Like, come on, give him a resistance break on his auto attack. Like, <laughs> freaking laser sword. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true. Really? I mean, I guess night sub job. No, no, no. Um. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, but I mean, it could be cool for his like LB, I guess, because his LB will shred fire, and then also because you have that card in the party, or whatever, shred through slash. So maybe that does a lot of damage again, but it's still magic based, so he's not going to equip it. So you would have to have a second soldier at least to get use of like whatever the equip effect is. I don't know. Very um, very niche card, but I like you said, I appreciate it existing. Before before we get away uh, from the uh, the effect uh, the ability that's uh, like incoming for it eventually, um, we were doing some testing last night uh, because one of one of my goals um, is to or was to see if um, you can stack enough accuracy and uh, evade down on your target uh, to be able to um, have a guaranteed hit go through reflex, um, and we were like, all right, so we're gonna try to build like three hundred percent accuracy. <laughs> because of the one the, the you know the base 100% like guaranteed hit and then plus 200% from everything you can stack and um by the end of it uh, we had like a meow chime in and uh like say that's like a max accuracy frederica uh could not hit a max evade down the arte when she reflexed um <laughs> so the whole like 200% evade or whatever from like that, that shows on reflex apparently that's that's bs like it's <laughs> it's um it's literally a like it doesn't matter how much bad, accuracy yeah. you can stack like it's gonna dodge it so um i don't really like that like if it says like to, like a, a threshold to reach and you can get it you should mm -hmm. be able to go through it but apparently you can so um that's one of the reasons why i was looking forward to the ability on on this card because of the evade down of like minus what like 30 or 40 for three turns um, just being able to uh, to to reach that threshold easier, but like now it's you know based on our our results, like it seems like it's not a thing. So, wait, why would that affect? Where I guess where's the evade coming to? So you're uh, the about, evade like, down. Versus... Uh, so like if you get an evade down, uh, like debuff on your on your target, it's basically like adding accuracy to to the your your attacks. You know. Um, you're reducing their evade is the same as increasing your accuracy right, in, right. in a way. Um, so uh, that's that's what the ability does, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah. Oh, I guess my question was, why would the thresholds matter for the effectiveness of the card? Because in a real like situation, you're not going to oh, yeah, get those yeah. thresholds. But... Yeah. Yes. So I mean, like, uh, I was looking forward to it so that like I could further test this like oh, this theory, gotcha, like gotcha, you know, gotcha. like can you get past reflex? But if ah, we can't, it's kind of lame. Yeah, the abilities. Oh man, I can't wait for vision card ability. And actually, I found out too this week, uh, just for people who don't know, apparently the abilities are scaled off the level of the vision card. So if you max your vision card, like level 99, you have your ability maxed. There's no like weird vision card pots or whatever. It's completely based on the vision card level. Well, ain't that something? <laughs> yeah. So there's no like saving up whatever like LB pots that are going to go towards vision cards or something or any additional consumable. It was, it's just purely levels and awakening. I'm pleasantly surprised by that. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> right? There's Very no welcome. third gold pot to buy. <laughs> Now watch their egg cost is just doubled or something. <laughs> egg and gill doubled. I got a headache from rolling my eyes so hard. <laughs> you know the one uh, vision card that I'm really looking forward to get is that Black Helena card, because that has that's a one one very sweet ability oh, and a great effect. And the card I... artwork just looks great too. I want Sakura. I want Sakura for that that uh, dispel. That's just me though. She her weapon's broken. Like I I want that weapon for Solir. Salir so getting more holy damage and more uh, just all around damage. Um, no, the Black Rose Helena card though. Yeah, that ability. I love displacement. Like that's just the thing I enjoy in games. Like I go out of my way to style on people with like burst slash off grace, like knock them into an AOE or something. Like it's 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 such an interesting interaction to me. Uh, like transposition fascinates me. Uh, which actually reminder we should talk about that in a minute. But um. The fact that it like black holes everybody in is so sick, and I'm curious to see what AOE stuff or like follow ups people go. like. Now I'm just imagining like my quicken support or whatever goes black hole everybody in, and then Ryu just comes up and just like one shots everybody because <laughs> they're in range now <laughs> and they're not no longer spaced. Uh, I can't wait for the toolbox of things you can add to already existing characters from the vision card abilities. Um, but that's going way off topic now back to class match and transposition <laughs> uh on the last like day or two we saw a post on reddit where somebody transpositioned jump one units onto the pillars uh so there's the really tall pillars in the middle that have the like um two height box going like connecting them but on the outside there's like these just random two height steps that it, you can't get onto unless you have a um like a jump ethereal two, manipulation two, and poison mist like you can teleport over i think or jump two so you, what you do is you go up with like a katone or a floating gilgamesh or something or auto floating gilgamesh uh and you transpose your opponent and then you just leave them <laughs> they can't do anything about it it was so dumb on the last day i did it to, to three people um Two of them are wins. One, I probably lost the match because I got two tunnel vision. I'm doing it. I was trying to style on them and it wasn't good. Um, that was the wall, Agris, and Ayaka team I lost to. Because turns out Agris doesn't give a fuck. She's just going to hollow bolt from the top of that on the ground, which I didn't know had a height of two. Uh, I knew she could taunting blade, but I didn't know she could hollow bolt from up there. So that was because I knew she couldn't stop. But. It's a. Uh, it's important to consider like abilities like that. Um, like uh, Ruin Stearns, for instance, like his Hazard Breaker. You know that huge AOE. He mm -hmm. can't cast that onto the ground when he's up there, but he can cast it up there onto the pillar from the ground because of right. the the difference in the range and the height. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh it's a weird dynamic and really fun if you can pull it off. Yeah, like aiming. I I really like like AOEs that have a range height of one and an effect height of at least one. 
because then you can go down two if you aim, if they're staying next to like a step or something and you're up you can aim at that step and it hits everybody in the bottom which is really cool uh that's a tech that i've definitely used with plume before um and now ryu is super relevant with that um when i was using him on the map and just like regular match battles i would be able to quicken him across and if they were next to the step i'd slap the step and they'd die <laughs> i think plume was like the the first uh like the the trends like the the skill that set that um that, that Th next. thunder gods or sword player whatever i think was yeah, the, came, the other big one that came next but yeah yeah, yeah. I, I remember like the first month or, or the second month just like being like okay so if i put this plume on this middle step it's gonna hit everybody <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah and luckily the the auto aim thing usually is like hey this is how you can hit three people we suggest you click mm -hmm. this um <laughs> unless you're gilgamesh then he's like i suggest i hit myself too <laughs> 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 but fair enough if everyone else dies right <laughs> um and then Locke, you had an interesting interaction happen that you were started off as a little bit of a witch hunt but turned into just a weird bug so tell us about that yeah it was it was really weird so it was actually the Federico match that i uh ran that i played the last uh day of uh last okay. match and so he had a kill fade that he cast his protect on the Federico. And I can see the, you know, the kill fate kind of casting on the right corner. And so it was my turn. I moved down with Miranda and then his kill fate all of a sudden was on the left corner and on standing on a two height box. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so like, where did she come from? And I'm like, so first of all, I'm like, okay, maybe it's a visual glitch for some reason. And kill fate is actually where she's supposed to be. So, but I wasn't sure. Right? So I, I just kept playing imagining Kilfey was in both locations. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking frightening. <laughs> Schrodinger's Kilfey. Oh man, if I could... Alright, continue, sorry. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so so I kept playing, and then I, I wanted to see what the, what Kilfey was going to do. So so on his turn, Kilfey cast his, uh, his plus one move, plus one jump skill, because otherwise you can't get down from that block, right? Mm -hmm. It's too high box. So, and then it just came down. So it was actually... It and these were in the stay. corners, right? It wasn't like the one I was just talking about with transposition. No, it was like in the was, like weird corner of the map where you can't even walk. Exactly. It's in the yeah. very, very... Um, I just want to clarify the that. Most cornermost uh, spot. And, and there's this weird box there that I never paid attention to because I, I never looked there before, right? So, actually, I can just... Uh, I can link the video in the description of this uh, ass yeah, post. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I have... Uh, yeah, yeah, I cut, cut down everything out into just her turns to see, okay, this is what she did on all three turns. First turn, she appeared there for some reason. Second turn, she cast her uh, plus one move, plus one jump. And then third turn, she uh, moved out from that box. It was really weird. So, I, so I'm like, okay, maybe is, is, this a, is this a bug? It's definitely at least a bug, if not an exploit, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it could be an exploit maybe because from there, my Gleshala cannot hit her because she's on, on, on a, a two-move block, sorry, a two-height block where Leap Strike won't, won't reach. And she has the ability to come down because she has, uh, she can get up to jump two. So I was like, maybe it's a bug. I don't know. But so I posted it on Reddit, and someone else said that oh, they had they ran into the same thing as well. They were also using Kilfe and appeared on that exact same block. So it seemed like it was just a weird interaction with Kilfe. Uh, if, if it was like if it happened to like other units that you just use, like imagine you just get stuck there and you can't do anything <laughs> about it. That's that's terrible, right? So. Um, I mean, I'm, I hope other people did not get stuck there, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was just it was just really weird. It, it, like it threw me off my game because I was like, "What the heck is happening?" Here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where is she? Is she actually there, or is she somewhere else? Anyway, um, I know there's sometimes I've been around. in like friendly matches or tournaments and stuff where someone like there's a little bit of a slight lag and they like 
do a spell from like across the map i'm like how did that hit me and then they're like Doop! they're over here like when the turn ends i'm like whoa shit okay <laughs> or it kind of like teleports at you so i, I would that's it seems like it's whatever blip in code might be related to that so maybe that'll stop if they fix whatever happened in your match um actually now that i think about it do we have that map permanently now as a friendly battle map or is it not in there i do not check. Uh, we have the graveyard right now but okay. i haven't seen the class match yet which, by the way, I'm tilted that we get some like simplified watered down graveyard map and not the guild battle map. That guild battle map is so sick, but we don't get it. Like, oh, so it's so, so dumb. huge. It's and huge, so but like the elevations heights. are awesome. I love yeah. that. Um, that like after we played the tournament, that I always talk about on that island map or the hill thing. Like I've yeah. become like really appreciative of varying heights because it adds so much strategic depth. I think um, at the same time, like real quick, like I feel like anything that we love like that, most people are going to be like, oh, I hate that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, think so. I can't hit you with the crush armor. It's like should have brought jamming thrust. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that should be range five. <laughs> Sorry. I have to slide in every time now. It's just my meme. But uh, <laughs> sliding the jamming thrust, huh? No, I was, oh, okay. no, I was saying slide in the uh, range five spell versus oh yeah um no so actually something you just said uh having two kill phase like in two different places like that's kind of terrifying it was a fun thought i was having what do you think the most frightening or like most effective team would be if you could play three copies of the same unit so <laughs> so yeah it'd be like you could do three kill phase three gilgamesh three whatever you think would be powerful three ildira just Walk across the map, <laughs> increasing the CT constantly. Well, the reason the I, I, I actually decided to use Glashella was uh, for a um, for a hyper carry was because she's just so good at like. Besides Frederica, which is just three counter, she she can take on many other teams. Like she has uh, Monk and uh, Pierce type, which is what I used. So uh, there are a lot of units that are weakness to either one of those, right? And on yeah. top of that, she has a guaranteed hit. She has 150, 150% attack up. She has uh, de defense piercing. So there's a lot of units that she can just attack and kill. So uh, <laughs> that's why I decided to use her as a, as a carry like that. So if, like, if, I had, if I could use three of one unit, that's probably the one I would choose just because I'm like, there's so many things I can handle with three of her. Mm -hmm. that's you could have one on yeah. ninja, one on monk, and well, two yeah, on monk, one exactly. on ninja or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. have that slash damage in there. Dan, you look like you're deep in thought are you uh do you have an answer or are you just thinking of all the possibilities <laughs> yeah well both right like it's it's an intriguing idea i'd never considered something like that before um mostly just going over whether you want a team because like you you can't have three zizabels right you can only put it maybe on one of the units if you had right. three zizabels as well like oh my god like anyone yeah let's just assume that anyone. the only thing you can duplicate is the uh the itself yeah so like um so i feel i feel like uh units that have a higher initial ap pool would be like kind of more beneficial for that because you just like start out with that much more gas to keep going and stacking right. chains <laughs> and stuff um but then at the same point uh at the, i mean at the same time like those that start with higher ap pools generally you know they, they're not as tough unless we're talking about rain or kill phase so i'm like huh maybe <laughs> rain or kill phase. you know i don't know so like it's it's like a night of grand shout rain Red Mage Rain and Night Rain. There's your physical rain coming out. You can use the Exorcist card. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> um, and then it's and it's like, well, what Espers do you use? What Vision cards do you use? And it, um, yeah, it's just like, uh, yeah, it's definitely a thought-provoking question. 
No. Maybe I'll have to post that in the Discord after this to see what people right. say. Like, I my first thought was kill fake just because Swiss Army knife kind of thing. But. Yeah, exactly. Like if having a having a unit with like three diverse jobs, um, just uh, so you can't really predict like what kind of resistance to build up, you know, against them. Um, like Bellblade and two white mage would be insane, right? Like so you still get the sure hits and stuff, and the holies and the heals and the shields and protects, but then you also get magic resist. I mean, like and slash damage. Howlet, for instance, like three Howlets, like with uh, like drain and like yeah, I, I feel like Ryu, three Ryus. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like three Howlets would be my answer, even though we don't even have them yet. A zombie army, huh? That's a fun one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like think about that more and then like try to present ideas of like this is what I would do. Uh, anyway, uh, less of a hypothetical. I just when you said two kill phase, I'm like, oh, that's actually an interesting thought. Um, any uh, any other takeaways from this oh uh yes i so i posted a uh, uh something on reddit asking well i mean like as a community we've we've kind of been pushing people to use uh or not really pushing but suggesting people use quicken to break those uh uh you know camp, corner camping comps and i i was happy that one of the guys that posted saying that oh this is this is a terrible problem for us we, we don't know what to do because every, everyone is camping in the corner and he started using quicken and he was able to overcome that and you know solve that problem yeah. so i was kind of glad to to hear that because a shout out to him we, yeah. i ranted a bit about him last week <laughs> about that post in general <laughs> it was his post <laughs> but, but uh, yeah i actually commented on there saying like i really appreciated seeing that he was willing to adapt a new strategy and then found success with it and was like able to mm -hmm. kind of support that thought process of just like I have a problem. I'm aware of a solution. I have the tools to solve it. Let's make it happen, kind of thing. Yeah, and 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 uh, but some of the other things that I was I, I was seeing under my my post, my question was, you know, why why would people not use Quicken? And some of the things that I was hearing back was something like, you know, oh, it, this is kind of a strategy people have built. You know, the people that are more experienced, uh, or they're like, this is kind of um, too powerful. We we don't want to use something that's you know too elite or whatever. But it's uh, it's kind of you know. On, 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 sorry, on the flip side, what if you are building a comp that's like my comp, right? I'm using Quicken, but aside from that too, I have three water units that are all going to chain each other uh, that all are benefiting from one card. Give, uh, I was using Siren VC. So even without Quicken, this is still a pretty powerful team, right? So my point here is that, okay, Quicken is going to make your t elevate your team, but if you build a good team that you put a lot of thought into and uh, a lot of effort into that team is going to be better than three randomly good units that you throw together, right? Like you're you're saying that this might be a sense of like elitism because you know people are putting a lot of thought and effort into it, but it's not just Quicken. Any team that you put a lot of thought and effort into to creating something like that is going to outperform a team of just random three good units, you know? Right. For so sure. that's uh, so. I mean, if if you want to get better at P like PvP, I I think you know just putting some thought into your team comp and how you wanted to uh, interact with, you know, the other units. Like, for example, quick, quick, and, you know, you're using one unit to make another unit take two turns. And there are things you can do with that, and, but you're, you have to think about it, right? What do I want this thing to do? What, do my, what does my agility want to do? So you can right. do things like that with other, you know, other units as well. I think that's something that people can think about maybe for the next CM if they want to get better at this. Yeah, I mean... The Quicken units are like what Gilgamesh, Miranda, Phoebe, Margaret, and Helena. Like, sorry, Phoebe outscales Margaret or outstats Margaret except for magic, so maybe you don't use her. But like, Phoebe has full life. Helena has Imperil and some other fun tools. Uh, but like Miranda and Gilgamesh are both also amazing. So yeah, like you, 
you can slide quicken into a team without being a quicken team yeah going on uh talk about building teams and stuff i'm actually doing something now where I'm trying to i found myself throughout class match wanting to switch out units to fix my problems rather than just tweaking the team more which i think was a mistake on my part because i i definitely spread my like mental resources kind of thin and um had to eat some humble sandwiches for sure <laughs> this this class match because I, I ended up with uh seven losses by the end which is a lot um definitely took a blow to the ego <laughs> but um could have been worse could have been, i mean it'd always be worse right you can just never 33 33 7 is still not bad like yeah, total it's not bad i guess I, I guess i don't really have a overall point there <laughs> but just supporting the quicken thing and then saying like kind of my philosophy of just like i'm trying to look at team building in general of more tweaking rather than just like um yeah so kind of uh going on a further ramble i guess which you know, i'm prone to do anyway yeah i but, started rambling sorry um, i was like well, i completely lost where i was going with it so whatever <laughs> uh, so like for me like it really the the disparity between uh, people that prefer to auto or like uh, don't care about live PvP versus the people that want to invest more energy into live PvP or those who are already in the habit of doing so. Like, there's a disparity there, and like, I really hate seeing that. You know, like, and I don't know how to facilitate or like how to make anything change for the better. You know, like, uh, like I wish that we could find a way to encourage people uh, to to try out more manual PvP and help them get to the point where they can get those better rewards from live PvP or class match, you know? Um, so, like, man, it just it's just, like, a shitty feeling, you know? Like, I like I wish we could do more, you know? So, like, do you guys have any, any like, further thoughts on, like, maybe helping to bridge that gap? Yeah, toss this one to you, Locke. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so one of the things that I wanted to do was actually just to get, put out a tutorial on Quicken. Like, I was, I'm planning to, to do a video on that. And show you know how how you could use it because some some people are like well it's it's a hard skill to master you know sometimes you quicken and the person you know the one you're, you're quickening uh, takes a turn right after you quicken click them, your turn of, order button <laughs> turn order of, button <laughs> right so there's a button that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna that's yeah. that's what I'm planning to do just show how the mechanics of it works and also just show like you know, things you can do, like, so what, what if, you, why do you want a unit to go twice in a turn? Well, like, you know, like, we know the answer, the three of us, like, you get, you can, you cover more ground, you can also chain off of, off of yourself, but uh, maybe some people, you know, just want to see it out, like, laid out why you should do this. So that, that's what I was planning to do, and that's the reason why I actually posted that, asking why people don't want to quicken, so I can kind of tailor that video to hopefully address some of the concerns that they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like, maybe it's maybe it's expecting a little bit too much from the player base you know like there's always going to be i don't know toxic players or like immature responses or like people that don't care for constructive criticism or like bridging anything um or too set in their ways or like whatever demographic you know that's not going to be helpful for or conducive to like bridging that gap that i was mentioning but uh that's why I, I, I pass over to Locke because my my response is just like some people just don't have a competitive drive. Like that's wanna... okay, but like don't shit on it because you're bad at it. Like some people just want to watch the world burn. Like the <laughs> the main thing is the expectation to be good at something without putting any effort into it. Like stop. Don't especially when it's against a player. Like it's one thing to be like if you go into like a tower and you have powerful units and you just expect to do well. Sure, makes sense. 
but when you add like you're playing against another person who's playing their units manually you just can't expect we talked about this last cast so i don't want to get like too deep into it again but i think that's my answer to what you were saying is like i don't think i think people who want to bridge the gap will look for ways to do it and i think we post often enough on reddit and i think like the podcast now and stuff like people will see that a, a discord exists like there are resources out there uh, i know red knight makes posts all the time lock makes posts all the time we have the podcast like there's there's multiple things per week on there about pvp so like if people want to they will and you just can't make them want to as frustrating yeah. as it is uh i think one of the, the worst the frustrating part for me is just then the people who don't want to then expect to have the same things that people yeah. do. It's like I think one of the worst things that I saw was somebody calling out people that switched from auto to manual like halfway through or whatever. And like they were like, you, you fucking cowards, yellow belly bastards. Like uh, I'll bite your legs off. And, um, and, it, like, and it wasn't ironic either. Like he wasn't even joking. It was like, serious. And I was like, dude, like, <laughs> like in the name of honor, you're going to call these people like cowards. And I'm like, what do you know about good sportsmanship and honor if you're going to say that? Like, that's not dishonorable. It's, I mean, uh, so it's just totally to off play. base. Yeah, like, I don't know. This mode was intended to be played on manual. Like, auto is just like something they added to try to get more people to participate, in my opinion. So, and, and, and why would you not want your team to win? Like, if you see your team is losing, you know, and goes back to uh, it, it doesn't make sense managing expectations i guess I, I hate that to be my my calling card like manage your expectations about this game <laughs> call me so, that, that's honestly advice a very large percentage of the world needs though right like it's not a perspective that people have which is a problem because the people don't have that perspective so they're unlikely to get the perspective you're telling them to get because they're not changed so it's it's kind of a circular thing um and I think I said this last time also, but there's other content in the game that can't be done at least efficiently without manualing. Raids, for example. People shit on raids for just the way the system works and the reward system, but they don't necessarily shit on the fact it exists as manual content that's difficult. Like It's PvE difficult content. People seem to generally accept that it's difficult because it levels up and that's the expectation. But for some reason, PvP gets this bad rap. Like It's not allowed to have this like high whatever skill-based manual content in the game it's just there's this weird blind spot pvp versus pve that's really frustrating like i do not see the same thing for raid like yeah okay the eldira one you could auto uh and one orbit but like the chocolate flan no chance the uh white flan no way you auto that either the behemoth one i think some people might have been but overall you can't expect to efficiently clear content and success, like be, be successful in that content without playing on manual and everyone's like oh yeah i guess i'm just going to manual my raids but god forbid you manual your fucking pvp <laughs> like <laughs> come on like it's ridiculous <laughs> uh all right sorry rant over <laughs> imagine the skills that you just never use if you're always on auto right right you're like, always using auto on every there's so content. many things you can do <laughs> yeah so, uh, yeah, any other thoughts, guys, before we wrap up here? Um, I guess I kind of uh, uh, going one step further than, like, from our last episode, you know, like, um, I anybody tuning in, like, uh, I hope you, like, you know, hope you had success in your class match. Um, hope you learned stuff. Um, like, good luck next time. I hope you're looking forward to it. I know, like, we are looking forward to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we see it soon, you know. 
if you want to practice 500 cost matches, because that's what we're expecting it to be, come join the PvP server. There are plenty of us testing out 500 cost teams right now. Granted, it's not the right map. We don't have the AP crystals, but it's still worth it to at least get the general flow of your team down. Uh, it goes back to what we were just saying about like practicing and reps and like doing well because you know your team and know your stuff. Playing a team a couple times really goes far. So uh, join the Discord. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, like I was just having a conversation earlier today about how like you don't really start to get an intuitive feeling for your team until you've used it maybe a dozen times, or maybe that's just me. But like, um, like yeah, you gotta you gotta get give yourself the chance to get familiar with the team before you go into that like high pressure environments if it's high pressure, you know, uh, right. of like you know getting those rewards. All right, I think that wraps us up for this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed your class matches and are looking forward to the next one. One last time, come join the PvP Discord. Linked down below in the description if you'd like to get practice, practice in or even just talk about PvP. We're way more active in there than we should be during the workday, so <laughs> come and chat. Come build some teams and talk about class match. But until next time, we were Let's Talk Tactics. I was Zach Burrell. I've been Daniel Boone. I'm Locke. Oh, and real quick before we go, Locke, what kind of beer is your hat? Well, Hanneken is my favorite, but this is probably Canadian. Okay. All right. And we'll see <laughs> you next Halloween. time. <laughs> Happy Halloween.